You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Gordon, last night, about 11.15 or so, we got a phone call from Rich Samini. <laughs> Rich Samini was on his way home, driving from the game. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's a, long, that's a long day, Gordon. That is a long day. <laughs> it was a long day during the game, never mind after the game. Yes. And um, one of the things that we discussed was – much like everybody, he was surprised that the Jets, Gordon, have not gotten that third quarterback and not so much to replace or challenge Zach Wilson, but what do you do if he gets hurt? Here's what Samini had to say. I'm surprised they don't have a third quarterback on the roster now. It's been a couple of weeks since Rodgers has been injured. You need another quarterback in the building. Joe Douglas is usually a very proactive GM. I mean, if something were to happen to Zach Wilson, who would play? You'd have to start Tim Boyle, and who would be the backup? They don't have one in the building. So I think the first order of business is to go out and get a guy like a Colt McCoy who can just fill out your depth chart. Now, no one expects that guy to go in and save the day. There just aren't any quarterbacks like that available right now. You just need a guy to, to fill out the depth depth chart unfortunately i get the frustration of the fans but like i tweeted earlier you can't dial 1-800 find a quarterback i mean it's just they just don't happen no one's trading their starter no one's trading their number two at this point in the season the jets made this bet and now they have to lie in it all right rich let's let's weigh in on uh we had the discussion going about Dwayne brown and the offensive line you mentioned the Dwayne Brown situation. I mean, I know they Dwayne Brown's a good guy. He's a warrior. I mean, they entrusted a 38-year-old tackle coming off a of surgery who had no training camp to the starting left tackle job, and he got hurt. You know, now he's out for four weeks. They haven't had a lot of great contingencies. They're shuffling around their line. Frankly, the offensive line is a big issue. It hasn't been fixed in the last few years. How many years has Joe Douglas been here? He's the offensive line expert, and nothing's really changed. But I do think the five guys they started today are probably their best five. Maybe in time, they build up some continuity and they get better. Heard that, Gordon? Yeah. The ones they started yesterday are the best five. Well, then why weren't they the starting five? Thank you very much. <laughs> I mean, what there are you we go. doing here? There you go. They probably went for experience, especially on the left side. They weren't sure about Becton moving it back to the left side. They wanted to, you know, take it easy with him. So, in a sense, I get not putting Becton right back on that left side. But, you know, Gordon, we've had this conversation over and over and twice on Sunday. Dwayne Brown's supposed to be your backup at 38. Mm-hmm. He's not supposed to be your starter. No. He's not supposed to be the starter. And now... You know, you brought him back. He did nothing in the preseason. Gordon, how many, is is this surprising? No. He plays a couple of games and then nope. he's hurt because he wasn't. He got nothing in the preseason. Nope. He's thirty eight years old. He's been hurt quite a bit since he's been here, uh, and it's not going to be all that surprising if uh, Makai Becton goes down. I, I mean, yeah. the guy's played one game in two years. Yeah. You can't exactly say that you're shocked when that happens. Nope. You know, just to go back to the first one that he was talking about uh, finding a third quarterback. It seems like the, the theory is, well, the Jets want to add somebody, but they don't want to add somebody who's going to threaten Zach. Is there a guy in the league that, that fills that, <laughs> those characteristics? A guy who's a quarterback in the NFL who wouldn't threaten Zach Wilson. Who is this person? I think Mike Glennon would threaten my, Zach Wilson at this point. Oh. I think, I think if, you ha- if you brought in Mike Glennon, I don't even know Mike Glennon's on a team right now. I can't be. He's terrible. But I think when you're sitting there watching a game against the Patriots like Sunday, if Mike Glennon were on the roster, I think people 
Let me see what he's got. It can't be any worse. Yes, he could. I don't know. I don't know. I think I, I think that's Mike Lennon is. I mean, he's terrible. I get it, but it, I mean, like, why? Why are the? I don't get the idea, and I, I understand finding anybody right now is hard because yeah, it's three weeks impossible. and nobody's going to trade you their back. I get that part of it, and these guys yeah. aren't around. But why would you go into it thinking, hey, we're going to get somebody who's not going to threaten Zach? What? What? Why? Mm-hmm. Why are you? Why are you limiting the field so spectacularly? That you're not going to bring in people who could threaten Zach. I, that doesn't make any sense to me. Because Zach is their guy. But he's not, he's not going to be. He, he can't possibly be here any longer. Really? I, he can't. He cannot be. The, you're going to throw I mean, Gordon, the season you, away, Larry. You could have argued that he shouldn't be here now. He should he shouldn't be here now? It's again enough. Like we go through all the bullet points of of the things that the Jets have gotten wrong with the quarterback. Oh my! This God. off season. They had the chance to either keep Mike White or bring back Zach Wilson, and they brought back Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. Like with the Jets, I don't know that they would be in that much better shape if they had Mike White. They would have had a better chance yesterday. I can tell you that much for yeah. sure. Yep, they would have. They would have. But I just, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm lost. I don't understand what the infatuation is with Zach Wilson. I, I just don't get it. I, I mean, I know. It. I mean, I hear what you're saying. I hear what they're saying, and, and I believe Salah. You know, in practice, he looks great. There's a lot of great practice quarterbacks <laughs> because, you know, as I say, uh, because practice is not like the game. Coaches, oh, we coach. You know, practice is like we, we practice. We played like we practice. No, you didn't, because practice is not like the game. It's not the same. It's not even close. Speed's different. Uh, you kind of know the plays. Because you've seen them all the time. You know you're not going to get hit. You know what I'm saying, Gordon? There's so many differences between practice and the game. Is that why DJ Reed thought that the Jets defense was the 85 Bears? Because they've been going up against Zach Wilson in practice? Could be. Wow, we're, we're look at us. We're flying around the ball. He's not could completing be. any passes. Could be. Or it just could be, you know, they made the mistake of looking at on paper. On paper, we we're really good. Look at the look at the look at the depth we have. Look, we got Sauce Gardner. Look who we have, and and Sauce Gardner right now. Gordon is what? There's nobody. There's nobody even throwing at him. Do you think that the, the like this is three weeks? What is a, another fourteen weeks of this going to look like? Like, aren't I think clearly Robert Sala is he is walking a tightrope, and and this very well might cost him his job. But there's not really anything he can do about this. I know. It's He's sad. been given his instructions. It's not his job to go out and bring in people. That's the GM's job. Yep. But do you think that Joe Douglas's job is in any jeopardy? It's hard to say. It's hard to say. If this is what it looks like through three weeks, three weeks. I mean, think of it this way, Gordon. Okay, no, you can't. And Samini and I were talking about this last night. Obviously, you can't predict that that Aaron Rodgers is going to get hurt. Of course, of course, on the first right. snap. Of course, all right. Of course. But as Rich agreed, but it's your job to think that the worst could possibly happen. That's what you get paid for to have contingency plans, and so that's what could get a change in the front office. Not only that, we lost an investment that we had for this season because of stuff that wasn't done previously. 
with the offensive line. Okay? And now, I mean, it's early. We'll see what happens. You know, maybe it's partly the offensive line, but Gordon, this Dalvin Cook move doesn't look very good right now. Oh, my God. It this Dalvin terrible. Cook signing does not look good. No, no. $7 million. It doesn't. You could have gotten a backup quarterback for $7 million. And, I mean, maybe and, he'll maybe he'll get better, but. Yeah, maybe. Um, you were saying about the Rodgers thing. Yeah, nobody could have predicted that. But if, if Rodgers had been healthy, the offensive line would still stink. Exactly. And that's on the GM. Of course. The reason the Jets are in the position they're in right now at this very moment is far more on the GM than it is the head coach. Yep. That's right. No question. No question about it. 1-800-919-3776. More of your calls next on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Everything oh, yeah, on the no, internet absolutely. is yep. just mm-hmm. Joe Namath. Joe Na- and when I was on the beat with the Jets, there would be folks, most of them who are not there anymore, uh, in the front office who would be like, oh, God. When they would see that Joe Namath would be on the K-Show, mm-hmm. you you could look at them and they, they would just give me a look like, oh, God, what is he going to say? <laughs> I mean, I don't. Oh, God, what is he going to say now? Look, Joe has his opinions on things. And, Absolutely. Uh, but I don't remember him ever going this hard. No. And, and there's been a lot of low moments. Yeah. I, I don't remember him ever going this hard where he said it was disgusting. That's right. That's right. That's what he said. As a matter of fact, Don asked him, he said, have you ever been this angry right now? And you, and you could tell. Look at his face. Oh. Watch. If you see the video clip of it, when Michael or, or Don is asking a question, just look at his face. He yeah. looks ticked. Yeah, he does. He does. And he's, he's usually very – he's very happy. He's Joe Namath, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, wow, he was livid. He was – He he was just – he could – he, you know what, um, Gordon, it's almost that he was angry that he pl- he is pl- he played the same pos- – Zach Wilson plays the same position he played. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like he's giving quarterbacks a bad name. <laughs> That's the attitude he had. Yeah. You know, he kept talking about you're sitting down, giving up on a play as a quarterback. You never sit down and give up. He was, he was angry. He right, was and keep angry. In, and keep in mind – this is almost 24 hours later. Yeah. Right? Like, you, you, we all have moments watching games where we're ticked off at what's going on. We're yelling. We're screaming. This thing, that thing. But after a day, we're still ticked off. But it's not – it, the level of anger has, has, has faded a little bit. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem that way with Joe. No, he was still <laughs> angry. He was smoldering. It seemed like he had calmed down any. No, he was smoldering. There's no question about that. Well, Robert Sala has a weekly spot on the Michael K Show usually around 3.45 on Monday. Don LaGreca spoke with Robert Sala, and the first question he asked him, which was interesting, why do you still believe in Zach Wilson? Here's what the Jet coach said. It's easy to look at a box score, you know, dissecting the tape and trying to figure out where we can be better, not only him, but as coaches and and as players around him. And I, and I get it, you know, like practice is practice. You know, the practice, the great practice doesn't always translate to great play on Sunday, but 
it does let you know whether or not a guy is trending in the right direction. And, and Zach's practices, his preparation, even his demeanor on game day is a heck of a lot better than it was a year ago. He's still continuing to improve. And then as an offense, you know, we designed an offense over the course of this offseason OTAs and training camp for Aaron. And uh, and so now we're all adjusting on the fly and trying to find this identity within the within this current group. And, and I think we're all we're all working together to try to find mm-hmm. out what's best for us in this moment. And, you know, we knew there was going to be hiccups along the way with Aaron at quarterback. And now there's just those same hiccups are showing up with uh, with this adjustment that we're trying to make. And mm-hmm. everyone's working relentlessly hard to, to get on the same page and to figure out who we are. And I think uh, with every passing week, we're getting a little bit closer. We're three weeks into a very long season. You know, we've played three really really good football teams and we've got another one coming up this week and uh, the the biggest thing is to get back in here today find out what we did wrong see where we can get better make the schematic adjustments that fit the mold of uh, the direction we want to go with this group and see if we can get better here's a translation for you gordon okay ready mm-hmm. he looks good in practice i got no child i got no options i got a plan and here's what and here's what we see and and yeah he needs a lot of help he needs the offensive line to play well. He needs the running backs to run well. He needs the defense to play well. We got the coaches. The Hackett's got to coach up, got to come up with a scheme that's better than what we've gotten. What am I going to do? This is who I got. All I took was Zach Wilson, even as bad as he's been, is still significantly better than Tim Boyle. <laughs> that's what I took from that. Tim Boyle must just be – I mean, again, I feel bad. I've never seen Tim Boyle actually play, I don't think. No. A couple of preseason games, but – Yeah. but And that's another one. The only reason why Tim Boyle is here was Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Like, Rodgers being here has kind of screwed the Jets in a few ways now. Yeah. As a GM. Mm-hmm. And if you get through this season and he still says he's coming back, like all the Jet fans that are like, well, we'll just be terrible and then we'll get a quarterback high up in the draft. No, you're not taking a quarterback in the draft. You're going to take an offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. You better, because that's what you need. Mm-hmm. Although, Gordon, it's too bad because you lost your second-round pick, but I tell you, it would be tempting because you hope not to be like this again. You know, you're hoping that, that okay, this is, a, this is a, a situation, and then look, hey, the same thing, the same plan we had with Zach Wilson. We'll let Aaron Rodgers teach the rookie. He won't oh, have to gosh. play right away. Right. Right. Should have worked. Mm-hmm. Gordon, it should have worked. Should have worked. But it did. I'll, I'll say this. Uh, if, you, if you do take a, a quarterback, I know who I'm not taking their opinion on. I'm not taking the GM. <laughs> the, G, the guy who gave you Zach Wilson, I'm not. Like the guy who took uh, Jamarcus Russell, I'm pretty yes. sure he didn't get to pick the next Raiders quarterback. And if they have to pick a and if they have to pick a quarterback again, Gordon, he should not be able to make that pick. No, absolutely he not. He should not be able You to should make ask that him pick. who he wants and then take the opposite. I mean, I'll be honest. You shouldn't even allow him to pick the next head coach. No. No, they cuz again, the reason the Jets are and I don't know, maybe nobody nothing will change after the season. Maybe they will look at it as as this was a thrown away season the moment that that Rodgers went down mm-hmm. and nobody's going to be held responsible as a result of it. Right. But if any changes are happening, the reason you're in the position right now that you're in is far more due to the GM than it is the head coach. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It's not been good. It's not been good. Mark's in Jersey. What's up, Mark? All right, what's going on, Larry? 
We're doing good, my friend. What's happening? Um, well, I'm still numb, but I'm I'm coming back. Uh, here's what I got tonight. All right, so I'm not going to talk about what could happen or what might happen or all the stuff that has happened. I mean, because I'm living through it just like everybody else. But here's what's going to happen. What's going to happen is in front of this mad, raving, lunatic jet nation against the Chiefs on Sunday, Zach Wilson's going to be Zach Wilson. Uh And Salah is going to bench him and Boyle is going to play. Why? Because the Jets fans, they they going in, they thought, okay, Aaron Rodgers, me too. Uh, We got a finally got a quarterback. But I think underneath of that, what it, what we're thinking is we want a we want a quarterback that can run a competent offense, run the plays that could be run, so that oh we might go to the tight end, we might go to the wideout, we might do a draw, we might do a screen. We didn't even get that, and I think that that's what's going to happen. No, no, I know that's what's going to happen. And watch Bull come in and play competent football, not. Not Hall of Fame football, but competent. You know what we're going to hear? We're going to hear 80,000 Jets fans being like, what's his name? Pat Pat and Boyle. Watch. <laughs> that's what I got. All right, Mark. Thanks for the phone call. Tim, but that's okay. Tim, yeah. yeah. Tim. Gordon, the only way, I love you, Mark, but the only way that Boyle plays is if Wilson gets hurt. Yeah. He's not going to be benched. They're not benching him. They're not benching him. And that's not – I don't think that that's a Robert Sala decision. I think that he has been told, you are not benching him. Yep. I mean, Gordon, they had to have a team meeting before he benched him last year. You know, the media was waiting to talk to him. It's weird. You know, he wanted to bench him. The media's waiting to talk to him. You couldn't – waiting for Sala. Sala had to talk to the media. He was delayed for the K-Show for like an hour. He couldn't that, even make to the me, move. To that, me, that, that's ownership getting involved, right? Like, that's why fans think that the owner is – this is the hand-picked guy of the owner. Yeah. Like, if, you, if the coach can't bench him and it takes an hour to, to make up that call, that feels like it's, a, it's even higher than the GM. Yeah, it does. He couldn't even make the move to bench him. He had to get permission. I mean, you know, uh, that says a lot. Mm-hmm. That says a lot. Austin's in Delaware. What's up, Austin? You're next on 98.7. What's up, everyone? You guys should really be at 3 o'clock. I'm just saying, you know, 10 9, 10 o'clock is a little late. You guys deserve a 3 o'clock spot. All right, back to what I'm talking about. With the, back to I love Michael K at guests. 3 o'clock. Don't you, Gordon? I do, too. I, no, I, I prefer I, these hours. I, I don't <laughs> know about you know, Larry. I don't want to speak for Larry. I love Michael K, too, but... You know, like this is this is more like I feel he's so tense. We gotta like relax. You know, the Jets already give me enough. You know, I'm ready to pull the hair out of my head. Um, so the Jets, Robert Sala, he's not the problem. I'm just gonna say it. Adam Gase, he won seven. He won seven games with uh, Mano Darnold the first year. That wasn't a Joe Douglas. That was not the Joe Douglas team. Joe Douglas is the problem. He knows he can't manage a football team. He brings in Aaron Rodgers to be his face. Aaron Rodgers gets hurt 75 seconds in, and then the whole thing falls apart. This team will not win more than five games. I'm telling you they won't. And if you're going to put a guy who can't throw the ball out there, why even bother putting him out there? Before you know it, the line is going to give up, 
and then you're going to have a hurt quarterback, and then what happens? It's the same thing every year. I'm 19 years old. It's going to be the same. It's everything I've seen since I've been two years old and I started watching the Jets. Mm, mm, mm. Austin, I'm really, I really feel bad for you. Well, look, uh, to Austin, I, oh. I wanted to do this earlier. I kind of forgot about it. Um, as a Dolphin fan, uh, mm-hmm. I would like to welcome if – you, if you're fed up, if you're mad as oh. hell and you can't take it anymore and, and you, can't, wow. you can't watch another Sunday. Listen to this. I would like to hand out the olive branch, extend the wow. olive branch, so to speak, and uh, welcome you on board. Now, look, this train will probably get derailed too. But it's got, at least early on, you saw the Dolphins scored 10 touchdowns yesterday. 10. At what point this year do you think the Jets will have 10 touchdowns? Over how many games? Yeah, yeah, overall. (laughs) They got one yesterday. I mean, Gordon, you're asking fans to be fraudulent. No, 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 no. like at some point you have to you have to have that come to Jesus moment where you just realize this is not where I can't do this anymore. And I would think that a couple more Sundays of watching Zach, it felt like yesterday there were people that you were sitting with in those stands yesterday, Larry, that said that's it. I I can't do this anymore. The conditions were horrendous. The rain, the wind. They've been yep. doing this for their their entire lives. They can't do it anymore. They can't have it. So, so I'm just saying I so would like to. Them, so right. you're asking them to leave the Jets is what you're saying. They could jump on. They could jump on the Dolphins bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now is this permanently or is this temporary? Well, that's really within their hearts. Um, but I would say, like at some point, if you're in a relationship and it's a toxic relationship, and you stay in the relationship because of the amount of time you've invested. It almost sounds like the Jets are sticking with Zach Wilson because they, 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 they use the second pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. At some point, I feel like you have to say, this relationship, I, I have to let this door close before another one can open. I am here opening up the door, if you want it. Hmm. Okay. Love to have you on board. Okay. Hmm. And again, likely this will derail probably Sunday against the Bills. But I think that at some point you have to stop hurting yourself and, 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 and rooting for an organization that is telling you that Zach Wilson is, no matter who's saying it within the organization, Zach Wilson is the best option. I don't know that they have your best long-term interest at heart. It's interesting. It's interesting. Hmm. So the 70 points now, you're kind of feeling a little better about your team, Gordon? Well, no, it's, it's going to go wrong. They were 3-0 last year. And they were setting the world on fire, you know. Not like, like this. Not like this, but the, the league is going to go to work now, and they're going to they'll figure th- some things out, and they'll game plan based on what the Dolphins are doing. And it's very innovative with all the motion and all that type of stuff, but they'll figure it out. There's, there's nothing new under the sun. People will figure it out. We'll see if the Dolphins are able to adjust to that adjustment over time. But I'm just saying, like at some point, even if it's not the Dolphins, maybe you have to find another team. You have to find something that's going to bring you some happiness on an NFL Sunday. It's not, life is too short to be sitting there Sunday after Sunday, year after year. Just misery. Well, you know, if you're a Taylor Swift fan, you can follow Kansas City now. You could. You could do that. Kill two birds with one stone. Absolutely. The one person who's more popular than the NFL. (laughs) 
<laughs> Barely. <laughs> Just by that much. <laughs> More of your calls next on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. I think it's premature to say Salah's in trouble. He's got to keep the team together. I think they're still capable of winning some games. The schedule gets easier the second half of the year. You know, if he can win six or seven games without Aaron Rodgers, I think that probably be okay. But if they go into tank and the team splits, that won't be good for him. Ritzamini, his thoughts about the, the situation for Robert Sala, head coach of the New York Jets, Gordon. And um, you know what? It's crazy. But the way this offense looks, if they win six games, that's going to be pretty, that's like almost like a 10-game season. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the schedule does get easier in the second half. But uh, it, it's hard for me to believe if the Jets get to the bye at 1-5. and five, Really, however they get to the bye, they have to bring in someone else. You would think. I get right now when, when it happens week one, four games or four plays into the can't season, you can't do anything there. Week two, you can't do anything. Week three, you can't do anything. And I'm not saying go out and get Kirk Cousins. It's ridiculous the no, amount of people no, no, who are no, supposed no. to be uh, respected media members who are suggesting that you'll just be able to go out and trade for Kirk Cousins because the Vikings started 0-3 on the year when he has a no-trade clause. And he could have come here before and didn't want to come here. But guaranteed all, money. Right. All of a sudden now, when the Jets season is is uh, is a dumpster fire. Oh yeah, that now let's let's uproot my family for a team that's one and five at the uh, at the bye. Uh, so I, I get it. You can't go out and, and and fix the problem, but you can make the problem a little bit better. And really, anybody would be a little bit better at this point. And and he's in the NFC, which at zero and three, they still got a shot to make the postseason. You know what I mean? They may not have. He may not have a shot to make the postseason when he gets here, if he was to come here. Because no. by the time he gets here, they could have four, five, five, six losses by the time he's able to play. Because mm-hmm. he's not going to come right in and play. You know, that's why you, if, if you make a move, you would probably have to do it during the bye week because that gives you, you know, a week off for the, your, the new quarterback to catch up and understand and, you know, get an idea of what the offense is like. And the Jets would not, even at that point, I don't think that the Jets – would be will you'd have to give up their I'm almost certainly your first round pick. You'd have to overpay for somebody like that. Yeah, I don't absolutely. think a third round pick is getting you Kirk Cousins. No. You don't have a second round pick. No. No, you don't. So if you're you at don't. two and four at that point, let's let's even say on a positive, you're two and four at the bye. Yeah. You think going to Kirk hey Kirk, would you like to be traded to the Jets? Nah, I'm good. No, I'm good. I'll stay right here. Despite the fact that there might be some people in Minnesota that want him to go. Maybe. But because because of the postseason. Not the regular season. He's great regular season. Great regular season. That postseason, a eh, little, little, little dicey. A little dicey. A little dicey. Cam's in Long Island. Cam, you're next on 98.7. Hey, how you doing? Thank you for taking my call. I just want to uh, comment about the Zach Wilson situation. All right, Cam, what you got? Um, the Zach... Wilson's situation reminds me a lot of Formula One racing. Like, you got some people in Formula One that aren't that good, but their parents got a lot of money, and they pay for that seat so they can drive. We all know Zach Wilson's family got a lot of money, so if I was Zach Wilson's daddy, I'd be giving Robert Sala a high five with a blank check in my hands. Like, make sure he plays a little bit. What do you think about that one? Well, Cam, uh, thanks for the phone call. If anybody, if anybody's getting the check, it's not Salah. It would be Joe Douglas. 
<laughs> Meet <Yeah>. Joe Douglas. <laughs> no, it's not. I hear what you're saying, but that's not the. That's not the reason he's still playing. Gordon, we're not sure why he's still playing, but I don't think that's the reason he's still playing. Well, he's playing right now because they don't have a better option. Tim Boyle, in their eyes, is not a better option, and that's the only other quarterback that they have on their roster. So they're not lying to you when they say no. that he's he's their best option right now. Uh, but at some point, if this continues on, and, and there's no reason to think that this is going to change because it hasn't changed in three years. Yeah. I mean, is there – I mean, hypothetically, Gordon, hypothetically, is there something – because I heard the, the Don and Michael talking about this earlier today. Is there something they can do? I think Don and Michael were saying, well, mostly Don, you know, he's got speed. Let him roll out. Let him do some things with his feet. And, you know, I, I and just thought down the field. I heard what Susan was saying that during the, you know, on my way home. Gordon, I'll, I'll tell you about that expedition going home yesterday from, from uh, the jet game a little bit later. But so I'm listening to, you know, the third quarter and the fourth quarter and the fifth quarter show and, you know, a little baseball. <laughs> but anyway, what Susan was saying, you know, throw it down the field. And Don's like, throw it down the field. It's good. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't want to throw it down the field, Gordon. I don't think he has the confidence in his, uh, in his mind that he can throw it down the field. Now, whether it's, I don't know that I'm going to have the offensive line support, I it takes him too long to see the field to know where to go. I mean, Gordon, Joe was talking about it during the break. It was on hard knocks. Roger said, after two seconds, make a decision, run. Mm -hmm. You don't have all day to sit back there. Mm -hmm. And you still see him looking and patting the football and looking. Run, go, do something. And... Gordon, he just won't throw it away. He'd rather take the sack. And now it's instead of second and five, which you have trouble with, now second and 15. You're never, you're never getting the third down, never getting the first down now. You're never. So, I mean, is there something they can do where, you know, we, we some RPOs? I mean, Don was saying you could treat him like Daniel Jones last year. A little RPO action. He can run. He, he seems to be athletic. I just, I just don't think that, that he can do that. I just don't. I've seen it once in a while, but I don't think so. And and one of the reasons why I don't think he can do it, Gordon, is there's too many people in the box. Because at least even with Daniel Jones, they know he can throw the ball downfield. Okay? Where's he going? Where's he running with eight, nine people in the box? He ain't going nowhere. The problem is, is that for Zach... It seems like it takes him so long to process anything. So if you want to throw the ball down the field, it's almost like he has to determine that he's going to throw the ball down the field no matter what before the ball is even snapped. Yeah. Because if he looks, if he if he's making a decision on whether or not to throw the ball down the field, by Too the late. time that develops because of the Jets' offensive line, yeah, there's a very good chance that he's he's a dead duck back there. Yep. And, and, look, I don't know if Mike LaFleur is a good offensive coordinator. I don't know if Nathaniel Hackett is a good offensive coordinator, but they have some reputation. They, like, they're yeah. not – you know, LaFleur is now the offensive coordinator with the Rams. They've looked like a functioning team so far this year, right? Yeah, they do. Hackett has had success in his career before. He, he's yeah. been around the block a time or two. Blake Bortles sent a resume in. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> if, though, it, if it were able to be done, it would be – it would be done. It, they would be yeah. doing it now. 
I yep, just don't think, think that they they don't trust him. They don't want him to blow up the game because he has a potential to blow up the game. They yep. want him. They look at it. Well, we got a really good defense. We got a really good running game. We just need him to make a play here or there, and they're going to limit the the chances that he makes a play there. And it's not like he did anything yesterday to give them more confidence that he can make a play. You're right. You're right. And it's going to get so much better with him winging it down the field as opposed to trying to hit open receivers and, 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 and read the defense with what they're asking him to do. You're right. And listen, with a defensive head coach, it's going to be, that's a tough sell. <laughs> that's a tough sell, Gordon. Mm-hmm. He's going to rely on this defense. Yep. Keep it close. Punting is okay. You know, let, hopefully we'll break something. Just, just, Gordon, just don't lose the game. That's all I'm asking. Don't lose the game. Again. 1-800-919-3776. More of your calls next on 98.7 ESPN.